I'm a cookie. You should eat me. That is not <laughs> cool. Good. That is not cool. I'm delicious. Go ahead and give me a shot. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Stranger danger. Yeah. Please. No, I, I got a van full of cookies. Yeah. No. The- Have either of you like ever flirted with the idea of like foregoing meat entirely? I mean, I went vegan for like two months or six, maybe, yeah, just over two months before. Okay. Uh, and, and keep in mind, vegan also includes Oreos, Doritos, like, <laughs> like being, yeah, they're, I mean, they are vegan. So there, there are, there are things that are vegan that are not necessarily, yeah. I would say as healthy, but yeah. generally speaking, yeah, we, uh, Karen is, uh, uh, really focused on me uh, slash us. She doesn't eat a ton, but maybe me like only doing meat like twice a week or whatever, yeah. things like that, especially red meat, but uh, red meat or pork. But, you know, I mean, it's, I'm not, I'm not completely opposed to it. For me, it's easiest. Like I got over the summer, I got into like making the summer salad. So mm-hmm. like I just replaced all the ingredients that you would expect. Like some people for salads, you put like a chicken breast on top or something. But even sure. for me, it was just, I figured out a way to do it with raspberries and vinaigrette. It was really good. But then it was, what do I eat for my other meals? So I eat like boring stuff like oatmeal. And then I also at lunchtime, uh, I do like hummus and carrots. So at that okay. point, it's like you've already got your meals set up for the most and part. And I think it's so pronounced it's like hummus. Hummus? Hummus. It's not. Uh... Do you do you eat hummus or no? Well, I've oh, yeah. seen you eat hummus. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, I watched you actually pretty intently eat some hummus. <laughs> Just yeah, how's your hummus eating channel going? Is it going okay? Your not as good as the nut cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this is your nut cheese enthusiast <laughs> who is all about the nut cheese. Oh, if man, you want to talk nut cheese, talk to my oldest brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. This nut yeah. cheese break is brought to you by Mr. Dallas himself. <laughs> hey, pew. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a hummus versus a nut Yeah, trying to have like a crossover, a uh, little crossover event, you know. It's yeah. like where Law, Law & Order SVU and Chicago <laughs> Fire have a crossover. It's nut cheese and hummus. When's, <laughs> when's, when's a sign going on your balcony that says free nut cheese and hummus? Just get up here. <laughs> yeah, just just that way everyone on 35 can see, our, uh, can see that. Sure. Jason, do you have a- – you don't have a 35 there. Like well, I have a 35. So when you, when you say 35, it instantly in Minneapolis, it's like, we have a 35, but you don't have a 35 there. Here's the James, thing about you, interstates. You do- okay? <laughs> Very rarely do they move a thousand miles from <laughs> East to West. Right. Maybe 20, maybe yeah. 50. Right. A thousand. <laughs> yeah. James, difficult. James, you are familiar that, that uh, 35 will go all the way to Minneapolis or driven differently you can come all the way down to Dallas on 35. Yeah. Can either of us get to Jason with one freeway? Like Jeff, could you mm. hop on a 70 or what's the freeway, Jason? No, I don't, I don't think I could. No, we'd have to cut two, over. Right. Two ish. Yeah. Okay. Two ish. Yeah. So he could go, actually, Jeff, you could go I 10 to I 25. Okay. Probably, but you'd have to go kind of out of, well, Albuquerque, right? Yeah, I think so. 
James, uh, let's stay on this highway topic because it's scintillating <laughs> for our viewers. Listeners, Life is a highway. Uh, listeners. Listeners. <laughs> listeners. Viewers, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been live streaming multiple things. Should I not have told you guys that? Yeah. Sorry. We got to treat everyone like they're Jose Feliciano, unfortunately. Yes. Until we so, get a little. So, James, while we're on highway trivia, yeah. Um, do you know the difference between the 10, the 5? Okay, what's the difference? Uh, what's the significance? Odd numbers are vertical and even numbers are horizontal. Or said a different way, what direction do odd numbers tend to go? Because no freeway that I know, no freeway that I know goes straight up into the air. We're not driving helicopters around. And as far as the horizontal, um, although there are some there are some aggressive lane changes that people will make depending on what state you're in, where it looks yeah. like they're moving horizontally like a hockey puck. But yeah. generally speaking, yes, which, yeah, right? So you got it, right? North, north, yeah. south versus east, west. Okay. And any interstate that has like, if it's got more than five miles, like it's three or five, I can't remember, but there's something about planes having to land. So there has to be like a one mile straightaway every like three miles on a U.S. Oh, yeah. Highway yeah. or something. No, you're 100% right. And I, I forget what the distance is. But yeah, if it if it's uh, it has to have every every so often a straightaway so that planes can land if needed. Yep. And you can take like the 10, you can take the 10 from the Pacific Ocean all the way across to, I think, the Atlantic Ocean, right, Jason? It goes all the way across mm-hmm. through through the, all the states, through Florida and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. So, I, and I keep, been... I, I keep saying the 10, um, the 5, all that stuff, and you guys remember where that's from, right? Californians. Yeah. Yep, right. yep. James, did you say that when you lived there? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think we, well, when I lived in Silicon Valley, it was, it was one of, there was definitely the one of one. He lived like, in Silicon Valley. Fancy. Wow. Well, did we, well, but like, even like you mentioned. Oh, pardon me, sir. Yeah. We did, we did a yacht ride up through Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's, there's no like ocean in Silicon Valley. It's a bay mm-hmm. and it's the ocean on the other side. But no, no, no. We yachted. No, no, no. He listened, he listened to Yacht Rock while he was yes, driving. That's right. Yes. We did, the, uh, we did the old bicycle ride from San Bruno to Daly City. <laughs> it was wow. wonderful. Fog yeah. rode in. Yeah. We, uh, we stopped on the way and had crisps. Where'd you grow up? San Mateo. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, James, you were saying in the, in the Silicon Valley, your fancy days. Yeah, it was like there was 101, but then it was just the there's roads around it. So most of it was 101, but there's a coastal road like there you could t- you could take the one, but then there are back roads and but yeah, it was pretty much like when you had to give directions for people who would come to the wrong Big 5, they would be like, "I'm at the Big 5 in Santa Clara. I need to get to the one in San Jose." You'd be like, "Okay, why don't you take the 101 to 87 to 85, exit this." So it was it was the Californians is an accurate you know, an accurate skit, but we didn't have that in Houston. Like no. you mentioned a couple episodes ago, Jason, like the crossroads of 59 and 36 or whatever, but like, and we would use numbers. Right. Um, but you know, I think even the newest thing to us was like, there's a tollway that goes all the way around the cities and stuff. And that was cool. But like tollways are, you have a tollway. Well, both of you have tollways close to you, right? Yeah. They're, yes. they're spread out throughout the United States. Um, we're not, uh, 
we're, we're not, we don't live on, you know, in like a, they're, they're all throughout the States. Are you? So James, when you leave the house, do you, do you let the, the piece of straw, like actually do you put it in your mouth or is it in your mouth when you walk out the door? Yeah. You guys got those toll roads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that's quite a change from Silicon Valley, fancy, you know, Jetsons, uh, space, yeah. space pod, uh, jetpack James to, uh, to you know, well, I just came off the farm, like well then, um, you know that. Uh, uh, yep. So James, the whole thing with the, do you yeah. know the provenance of that? Or have you the ever heard people's explanation when people say what? the five, the ten, the ninety, no. and all that stuff? So I didn't understand it either when I moved there in, uh, in 04 and someone explained it to me and they said, the reason why Californians put the in front of the freeways is, you know, you would say the for like living, breathing things and freeways in California are living, breathing entities that will suck the life out of you uh, <laughs> when you spend so much time on them. So, yeah. so you have to, you have to make it like, you have to, I don't know if it's personify or whatever, you've got to make it like a living, breathing thing. Mm -hmm. The other funny thing that always reminds me is, you know, here in Texas, um, where, you know, I live now and where we grew up, there's a thing called frontage roads. You guys are familiar oh, yeah. with that concept, right? It's an access road. Well, this is a very dated reference, but years ago, I had a coworker that had to come to Dallas to do some training and he printed out MapQuest directions. Hmm. And so for the people who are listening, all two of you, if you don't <laughs> know uh, what MapQuest is. Shout Map out, Dad. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dad. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. MapQuest, MapQuest was somewhere between Waze or Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever you use today um, and a actual physical map. Think like... Uh, uh, Rand McNally Road Atlas, uh, a Thomas <laughs> Guide for the people that are in California and some other places. Um, but anyways, so MapQuest was you go on a website, you put in the, you know, your your starting point and your destination, and you print mm -hmm. out directions, right? Yeah. So this coworker printed out directions, and one of the directions says take frontage road to this. Well, this dude was like an hour late to this training and he finally like, cause he's trying to figure it out. He finally calls and he says, Hey, I'm trying to find frontage road. And he's like, I can't find it. He was literally looking Circling. Oh, for a man. sign that said frontage road. And I yeah. said, dude, a frontage road is a thing. He's like, I know it's a thing. I can't find it. I said, no, 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 no. It's not a specific thing. Yeah. Frontage road just describes any road that runs <laughs> next to a freeway. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm going to get in so much trouble. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because you're a dummy because you don't know how to read MapQuest. Our frontage roads are labeled like we for the most part here in Minnesota, we do have frontage roads. Um, but the other thing I think that kind of distinguishes Texas from other and not not even frontage roads, but they have that kind of. I mean, they're the fastest sort of lane on freeway. It's pretty much like that old. I mean, it's, it, yeah. you know, it's just that you have to merge on and then you're literally right next to the exit or whatever. So they say there are three gifts from the state of Texas that are unparalleled that God gave to all Texans. 
Okay. Mrs. Baird's bread, okay. Bluebell ice cream, yeah. and the U-turn lane. Mm. Oh, yeah. The, the U-turn lane. Everyone that, that goes there, they're like, I, I was kind of afraid the first time it, I took it. And then I got back to my crappy state roads and I realized yeah. what a brilliant invention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was to just keep the traffic expedited and rolling and moving. Well, you plus know, it, it helps when you're the largest state in the U.S., more or less, I think, besides Alaska, you're the, the, you know, one of the largest physical states, if not the largest physical state. Again, I don't want to get into a whole. So for you people that are, you know, waiting to write in or, or email, I don't know. I, again, <laughs> if, if, if there were three listeners, at least one of them is going to take issue with my depiction of Texas being the largest physical state. So hold your angry letters, please. But <laughs> Um, when you have all this space, you actually have room for frontage roads. You have room yeah. for the, uh, the, the turnarounds, uh, built into the freeway. You're right. It is really convenient. The only thing that, that Karen hates from a driving standpoint here is that there are, to your point, James, about merges, there's not a lot of time to merge. And so when you mm-hmm. get on, you just got to get on. And if you get clipped by an 18 wheeler, Hey, so sorry, you didn't, you didn't plan. And so, started listening to this um this podcast called business wars very Mm. interesting so i listened to the whole um nike versus adidas one i'm also in the midst of the coke versus pepsi one really really interesting and in the nike versus adidas one one of the things that stood out was they were talking about the respective company cultures as it Mm. relates to athletes and the way they treat their star athletes and so this guy said he ran a sports marketing agency. He said, uh, yeah, he's like, I'm at Nike one day visiting and I'm meeting different team members and I go in the room and I see this guy. Um, I think the, the, the department this was was called product placement. And he said, there's these two guys there playing video games. And so he's like, oh, are they like, you know, playing the video game and or like seeing, hey, where could you insert Nike products into the game? And the guy from Nike that's giving him the tour said, no, 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 no. He's like, uh, he's like, that guy um, is our Michael Jordan guy. And he goes, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, he's like, if Michael Jordan needs anything from Nike, he said, we try and get it to him. But if we need to, we have that guy jump on one of our jets and bring him whatever he needs, whenever (laughs) he needs it, all that stuff. And so he goes, oh, and he said, what about the other guy? And he said, Oh, that's the Tiger Woods guy. So (laughs) if you you can put that in perspective for a second, the fact that they had, you know, at least one person, in this case two, um, who were dedicated just to support, obviously, huge, huge, um, you know, partners, endorsement, Mm -hmm. you know, deals, whatever, that's pretty amazing. The fact that, hey, they've just got a person that go – yeah, yeah, that's the Michael Jordan guy. Oh, what does he do? Well, he just flies if we need him to and take care of that stuff. And so, but when he's not needed, he's just playing video games. Yeah. And so, so it, it's pretty amazing when you think about the scale of some of those businesses. And then you go, okay, well, like, what would an average person do if you had a guy or a girl, mm-hmm. you know, a person who you could call and say, hey, I need this? What, you know, what does that look like? And so, 
so it kind of made me reflect on, all right, well, if, if, uh, you know, if one of us was in that position where we could call a big company that we were partnered with and have a person, you know, what would that person do? So James, you're in that position, you know, <laughs> let's say that at some point in the future, Nike decides to, you know, sponsor, uh, uh, you know, e-scooter, e-bike, uh, <laughs> musicians who paint, um, what, what would your, what would you need that person to, to be able to do for you on the fly? I love having these conversations and I think that home base has always been the best place for me, but yeah. because I spend so much of my time here and because I'm locked into a routine, I would just want that person to essentially come to my house and show up with like a, like an agenda to say, you need a vacation, you need to take a break. And I'm literally, you know, trusting wherever they take me and okay. like, I'll have like a go bag basically. So they would be like your, your Fonsworth Bentley to your puff daddy, if you will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I think it'd be cool, you know, in some respect of just like, if we put, you know, let hypothetically say it, it was 10 bucks a week to have this person on retainer and you just put $10 okay. a week and then, Someday you say, I need a vacation, you call this person up and they, they, they say, you have $5,000 in your nest egg. Let's go okay. on a road trip for a week. We'll go hot air ballooning one day. Like, and then it's just the surprise of just like being able to do it. So you're in that experience, okay. but like, yeah. So, and yeah, of course we'd probably like goof around and like play video games and stuff, but that would be, that would be what my person would essentially do is to be like, okay. you need a break from yourself, James. And then- okay. It would be a week, but then I would take that experience and be like, man, you know, A, I don't have to plan it, which is great. But B, you know, I come back to this story and be like, this is all the cool stuff that happened. So you want a, a concierge slash party planner slash personal assistant slash accountability partner. So that's what you want, right? Yeah, for sure. I gotcha. I think as adults, we essentially are now in a position to afford essentially whatever we want. So if we yeah. want it bad enough, we'll, we'll get it. Like, you know, we don't have to worry about birthday or Christmas presents or anything like that. It's pretty much just, Hey, you know, this is how the, not the money, but this is how it works out. So. I tell you what I would get. I would get the greatest babysitter slash nanny, Mary Poppins. <laughs> okay. And I would say children it up, go ahead. Um, Cause for me, you know, the one thing about children is they pop up at the most convenient times sure, and the inconvenient times. And they say, yeah. we're going to get into everything that's important and sacred to you. <laughs> um, so I, I think if anything, it, it, it'd be an activity buddy, right? Or activity buddy. Oh, yeah. Someone that okay. could sort of, you know, you could call and say, I need to be free. So similar in that same sort of vein, James, but then going, you know what? Why don't we go do this? And they're yeah. the ones that suggest all the ideas. So what I would like is someone that can find things that are no longer made. I'll give you a couple uh -huh. examples. Mm. I would love for someone to, I talked about this with a coworker yesterday, mm -hmm. a hypercolor t-shirt. I loved a hypercolor t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Now hypercolor super. Yeah. There were some fashion choices that maybe, you know, jams, probably not my, my, I mean, <laughs> uh, ocean Pacific jams, you know, they're like, uh, uh, they're like long Yaga short. shirts. Yeah. What's that? Yaga. I don't know what Yaga shirts are. Stussy. Massimo, Stussy, oh, Stussy Massimo. Massimo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but hypercolor had a real moment where, um, I don't, I still don't know how it works. I know it's like temperature. I know like how it works. Sensitive fabric. 
but um but anyway so i would say somebody that can find and or produce things that no longer exist yeah. um uh karen uh loved as a kid she loved undercover bears so do you guys know what undercover bears are is it it's a bear that's sewn into the bedspread is that right? That, that sounds weird. No, that's not. There's <laughs> like a no, stuffed bear? No. Undercover Bears was oatmeal. So it was oatmeal oh, yeah. that when you when you put the hot water in, the bears would appear kind of from the little clumps of oatmeal, right? Because they're little jelly bears. Yeah. I yeah. guess I guess what they so they've obviously been discontinued. They have something called dinosaur eggs, which I guess yeah, are yeah. similar. Yeah. But that's what that's what under so if I had somebody on retainer that could get a hypercolor shirt, yeah. undercover bears, um, that mega jolt cola that we talked about before. Um, what did you have, James? You had, uh, was it Hubba Bubba soda? I think that you, uh, the bubblegum soda. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or bonkers, obviously yeah. bonkers bonk you out. You can still get those as well. So Jeff, you listen to podcasts. I think Jason loves to listen to like vinyl records and music. Yeah. My go-to jam, I would even say like my biggest comfort blanket is yeah. old commercials from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I always love those. And it's it's okay. cool to see from a regional perspective, but also to see commercials for things like pop secret, like uh, popcorn, where the okay. popcorn was dyed blue or red or green. Um, and you know what that's going to do when you eat the popcorn that's blue or red or green. But sure. Are you, are you James, I think you're saying festive poo. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's 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 fun. <laughs> it's colorful, fun. Colorful it's a poop. fun surprise going in and coming out. But gross, um, gross. it's a Technicolor experience. Yeah. Once yeah. you're done with the red, green, and blue popcorn, it's like when but, a dog when a dog eats pencil. <laughs> eventually, the yeah. pencil shows back up. <laughs> okay. Jason, I one of my favorite commercials is that Alpine White uh, Nestle the old eighties, like, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's white chocolate, but like, but it's even things, don't they play yeah. like Vivaldi's like uh winter. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like, Nestle makes the very best. It's like, like it's dramatic. Right. And then it like, the lyrics are like, flowing. Yeah. Drapes. Okay. Yeah. It's actually Peak probably 80s. better to just show. Yeah. So if there's a way to, uh, to, to show it, yeah, it, it, it's something that you cannot unwatch. I mean, there are definitely commercials like that. I, I remember the the uh, the Lexus commercial with the champagne glasses on the on the yeah. hood. That was amazing. But there there are some for sure nostalgic commercials. Um, I also, where am I going with this? The uh, the Saturday Night Live. I had a, I used to have a I think it was a DVD or maybe even a VHS of Saturday Night Live goes commercial, and they yeah. had all of the SNL commercials. So the Adobe <laughs> car, which was fantastic. Um, colon bra- blow, colon blow. Yep. Um, the change bank. Um, there are, oh, plenty yeah, yeah. Of, there are plenty of <laughs> funny parody commercials, but to your point, just some of the commercials, I mean, the, the micro machines where the, the you know, mm-hmm. the, 
I can't remember that that actor, that announcer's name. That was right. That guy. Yep. Talking fast, and he's like, "I am so good, I could talk backwards." I think his first name's Lewis. No, it's John. It's John, John. something. I think. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Um, John. I think it starts with an M. But you know, there are some really, really funny uh, things that you know the hungry, hungry hippos commercials. There's a lot of that stuff. Crossfire. Crossfire. <laughs> yep. So then it's like, okay, and I, I don't know about you guys, but if you, you know, watch things online, you can pay to have no commercials. And so there are a lot of things where, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't seen a commercial on YouTube as an example in a long time, but mm-hmm. are there still plenty of, of like silly commercials that are out there or are, are, you know, are commercials like really straightforward? Because when I watch regular TV or stream it, I should say, most of the commercials are either about food or medicine and, yeah. and amazingly they can give you some of the same side effects, you know, nausea, <laughs> violent diarrhea, um, social anxiety, all of these things yeah. that are, are real side effects. So my, my, my thing is what happened to the fun commercials? Like you said, yeah. have the, uh, the, all the candy where your tongue turns a different color because it, you know, um, even now, Karen, if I bump into her accidentally and let me preface this, I don't shove my wife around, but she'll say, don't push me, push a push pop. <laughs> and so, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's something there, but anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, now, unfortunately it's an attention game. It's the first five seconds. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh-huh. you're going to get five seconds and you're going to know like, in the first second, if you're going to hit that skip ad button very often for new movie trailers, uh-huh. I will watch it the first time through. Cause I'm like, Hey, this is pretty cool. But yeah. um, if it's like something that like either I've got an, like to your point, Jeff, I've gotten aversion to, yeah. but if they pre-rolled like eighties ads, uh-huh. I would literally be like locked in. But sometimes I mean, on those, on the, like I'll watch a 20 minute VHS transfer of like, just commercials of like, Hey, this is, you know, Fox's premiere week in 1987. And it's like, there's a two minute cat fancy magazine commercial. And at the end of it, they interrupt with modern commercials. And it's like, I can't get back to the get back to the old school commercials. And it's like, to me, it's just more like probably feeding why probably I'm, I'm driven to advertising and marketing in the first place. Mm -hmm. But I would say, Jeff, you know, from what you described and maybe even I would say Jason to a lesser extent, but Jeff, you know, man, I just want the people, I want to find somebody who like, when I think of an idea of like, man, I really, I really want these dipper, you know, the chewy dips, granola bars where they have the chocolate dip kudos is what they called. Okay. They don't have kudos anymore. But if you said, I really want kudos, you can find somebody who's just whip, whips it up in their kitchen or like, sure. It just sounds like you need somebody to go to like Goodwill or Salvation Army just to be like, okay, I found this thing. I would say, (laughs) you know, for again, the, maybe now we have five listeners. Uh, The, (laughs) the, uh, the map and highway conversation was so scintillating that they told someone else about it. (laughs) So the five listeners that are listening, I would just say as a matter of public safety, I would not buy food. Uh, from Goodwill or the Salvation Army, uh, especially if it's from the 80s or the 90s. (laughs) 
You ever hear the uh, uh, Auntie Nancy tell you ever the story of uh, black pickles? Uh, nope, I don't know what black pickles are. Uh, there is a relative that had uh, black pickles in said cupboard and was getting ready to serve them to guests. Mm. They were so old. Wow. <laughs> just, they were just, they kept cooking. Wow. They kept cooking. I, I would imagine that they would have the consistency and possible flavor profile of pencil erasers. If, if, you, <laughs> if you pickle something for that long, at some point it, it ceases to be a thing. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. When okay. they opened it up, it, all they heard was, it's been 84 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> right on is, that a, is that a Titanic joke? Yeah, that's the Titanic. That's the lady from the Titanic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but uh, could you imagine had someone not been there to intercept him? Like, whoa, what are you doing? You're going to serve him. Oh my Look, gosh! Kid that was here last week decided to serve the you know the younger cousin uh, popcorn and orange juice. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Popcorn that was, and orange juice. There's a point where we, me and Dad lived with our aunt and uh, my cousin Matt. Yeah. And one morning, Dad and was at work. Just and, really quick, James. Yeah. He, he's also our cousin, so we're. If, no. I, don't know if I don't know if you know this, <laughs> yeah, but thanks. But you and, and you and Jason and I are actually related. We're brothers. Yeah. So, so by proxy, when you say my cousin Matt, you could also say our cousin Matt. But let's my cousin. Yeah, let's not let's not get, let's not get possessive. He can be your cousin more than True. Jason and I's cousin. But just remind yeah. her we are brothers. So keep going. Okay. So I think I think he, I think I I get more ownership because I also failed him as a, <laughs> as a cousin myself. <laughs> <laughs> so one okay. so one Saturday morning we, or Sunday morning, dad was at work or something. And okay. um, um, <clears throat> I, Matt and I were just hanging out. We woke up and we were like, man, we're hungry. We're ready for breakfast. We thought they were going to be back f- before breakfast time. But then I think dad called and said, oh, I'm not going to be back or something. So we're playing video games. And then he's like, uh, Matt and I, Matt's like, man, I'm hungry for breakfast. But we looked and we didn't have any breakfast food, no cereal, no um undercover bears no dinosaur eggs we didn't have any of that um what we did have was microwave popcorn because i worked at blockbuster and we also had a half gallon of like tropicana pure premium orange juice so not from concentrated was the good stuff so me thinking well like i eat popcorn at blockbuster so maybe we could just have some popcorn for breakfast play some video games you know um and then i served matt a cup of orange juice and so he's drinking the orange juice eating the popcorn after about 30 minutes, maybe it's the video games talking. We were like play, probably playing a racing game or something. He's like, oh, I don't feel so good. I was like, oh, are you okay? And then basically without provocation, he just goes and threw, <laughs> and threw up like this orangish, like kernel filled, like it wasn't vomit because it wasn't like substantial enough, it, but it, it was. It, it sounds like vomit, by the way. It sounds, it sounds like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much exactly what. Comedic vomit looks like, right? Just but it wasn't violent. Orange goo. Word. Yeah, it wasn't what in it. Violent. It wasn't oh, like I thought you said there wasn't like, bile in it. I was like, well, I don't know what this is. There's bile. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's still something that if you ask him about it today, he's yeah. like, I did feel better after I got it out of we, my stomach. I felt much better. Yeah, he moved right on. He didn't even like. There wasn't a sort of like, oh, like I still need to throw. It was literally like the one. Orange orange juice is one of those things that, you know, they say, right, don't Mm -hmm. brush your teeth and drink orange juice because it's just like drinking battery acid 
So yeah, the popcorn and orange juice, that's a strange combination. So I mean, probably the butter in it. Yeah, the butter, yeah, the butter, the oil, all that stuff, probably not a good, a good combination. just reminded me of something so cereal and i was reflecting about this the other day and i don't know if i've mentioned this to you guys before if i have bear with me as i've gotten older i tend to repeat the same stories just like every other old man (laughs) is the idea of cookie crisp more uh, exciting than the actual execution of getting cookie crisp so just again as a kid you see a commercial or you see it on the oh, shelf at the grocery yeah. store within eye level, uh-huh. right? Because they deliberately put the cookie crisp low right in the kid's line of sight. The yeah. muesli, the uh, grape nuts. What is going on? Are you hearing my thunder? Oh, you've got thunder in the background? Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. Maybe it's okay. the uh, the grape nuts executives knocking down your door. <laughs> so you're a kid. You like chocolate chip cookies. You like breakfast cereal. So what could be better? than chocolate chip <laughs> cookies as breakfast cereal, right? Yeah. It's a it's a powerful concept. And I don't know about you guys, but I remember really wanting cookie crisp as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I want to say at some point, mom and dad let me or let us get cookie crisp. Mm-hmm. It was highly disappointing because <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, while great, it's really not that much fun to eat a whole bowl of them. So yeah. I'll just put that out there. What do you guys think? It would be better, my opinion is, it would be better if they actually had cookie personality, but they don't. What's a what's a cookie personality? I don't. I don't well, know like it is. crumbles when you when you take a bite out of it, or like it's soft, or like there's a hint of vanilla, or like you can feel the chocolate chips are if they're hard or soft or that sort of thing. If the cookie's warm. So you're talking um, about flavor, wet. consistency, stuff like yeah. that. Okay. And it, and what I think the but personality cookie, is a strange is a strange choice. Well, but also because you know, when we were sold cookie crisp it was that dog and the robber and then the cop being like, oh, yeah. oh, you're right. So there was wow. no like obviously they're not going to like um I might try to do I'm like I'm making the symbol that Jason used to trick us with all the time. Let's okay. look here. Um, but no, uh, they didn't make the cookie talk. They, they weren't like, oh, I'm a cookie and I'm cookie crisp and you should eat me. Like, um, <laughs> no, so- <laughs> please, please never put out a commercial. I'm a cookie. You should eat me. That is <laughs> that not cool. Good. That is not cool. I'm um, delicious. Go ahead yeah. and give me a shot. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Yeah. Please. Well, here. Hi, I got I'm- a van full yeah. of cookies. Yeah. No. The- <laughs> were there any cereals that talked? I mean, the there were mascots that talked, but like I would be freaked out if like a frosted if Tony's like they are great, and then like the frosted flakes like yes we are. <laughs> be weird. Frosted mini wheats, frosted mini. Oh, wheats that's right. Oh, and the, the cinnamon toast crunch too, right? Remember that tongue guy with the. I'm sorry to make the motion. Oh but man, I'm so, I am so glad this is audio only and not video because. We're recording video, so we, we would poor, be down poor Malto meal. Yeah. Their bag cereal that's just as delicious, that's three times like as much. Yeah, with that guy shuffling, <laughs> it's like there's a Malto the meal thing. Okay. You were talking about where they put 
the cereal. Mm. And Malto Meal always had their stuff on the bottom because sure. it was because it's like it comes, in, it comes in it comes in five pound sacks. You know, next to, it's a sack of barley, a sack of flour, yeah. and a sack of Malto Meal. So yeah, and and the assumption is is hey you're like a half a step above kitty litter, okay? Yeah. But then you actually eat it and you realize it's actually not that bad. But right? do you hear like you hear what's happening right now? That is the Malto what? Meal Company pulling their sponsorship of our program. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Wow. That is wild. Yeah, that if is I the, lose power. Yeah. That is the that is, help. Yeah, the Malta Meal guys is shuffling to get me. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 Malto Meal uh uniformed paratroopers kick in your, your door, James, we'll know that we've made the wrong move. Well oh and, my gosh. and and to be fair, not everything that you buy in bulk is low quality. In fact, there are plenty of things that you can buy in bulk that are good quality. On average, though, when you're mm-hmm. buying foodstuffs in really massive quantity, the quality is sometimes suspect. So, yeah. again, yeah. not to say, you know, again, that if they have, uh, you know, 25 pounds of lobster or uh, caviar or whatever, I'm sure it's amazing, but but 25 pounds of cereal is yeah. not going to be the highest quality. I noticed that both of you dodged a big bullet, though. Uh oh. <laughs> well, why are we not talking about the real cereal elephant in the room? Which would be well, the cereal that you love, but then makes you have to go and see a dental oh. uh, professional afterwards because Captain Crunch or Cocoa Puffs? Uh, I don't have an issue with Cocoa Puffs. You have a Cocoa Puffs issue? Well, so my only this is a really bad. Deep in the childhood repositories of okay. my brain. Wow. I remember. <laughs> it's really baked in there. Okay. I remember hearing a bowl of Cocoa Puffs and a cigarette being lit <laughs> at the Wait, same yeah. time. <laughs> that that spoon hits a Corel bowl. Yeah. You know, there's some Cocoa Puffs being eaten. Yeah. And then you hear that spoon clink a certain way and then you hear click, click. <laughs> and then you look over and you go... <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. How the fuck are you smoking a cigarette when you eat a goddamn bowl of cocoa bombs? Wait a minute, hold on. Mid bowl or afterwards? Mid bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or cocoa puffs are just yeah. floating in the abyss, coloring the milk, and it's just like no. you know. I'm sitting there as a young kid, and I'm like, "Do you gotta eat that?" And it's like, "I'm gonna finish this first, and then yes, I'm gonna eat it, and then okay. yeah." Okay, so Cocoa Puffs didn't have a roof of the mouth issue, but you, but it's okay. No, but but Captain yeah. Crunch definitely again, lovely, lovely people at is it Nabisco, Hasbro, some kind of uh, uh, folks that make Captain Crunch. Hasbro, right? bro, it's got to be General Mills or oh General Mills, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we Has, do have. Are you saying uh, are you saying that Hasbro never made a cereal? I'm barely certain. They probably James, did, actually. James can look up. It's some kind of I, I, I know it off the top of my head. <laughs> Is there really a they, Hasbro cereal? No. They oh. franchised. I'm sure there's a G.I. Joe cereal, but they oh, usually yeah. most, the majority of it, because I have a whole thread I did on Twitter a couple weeks ago 
Um, that's all about like the franchised uh, cereals. And I basically look over several dozen. Ralston Purina was the main brand. That mm. did it. But there's like a Barbie cereal. Okay. Um, okay. There's obviously C3PO's Mr. T cereal. Those okay. are all the ones we know. I'm sure there's G.I. Joe cereal. I just cannot remember for the life of okay. me. Okay. Okay. Um, but Hot so, Wheels. Hot Wheels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. Barbie. I'm sure that they've okay. done something. Okay. Yeah. So there's a Barbie right, cereal. But, so General Mills, right? Or whoever makes Captain Crunch. It, Quaker Oats. Yeah. Quaker Oats also makes it, or the they are the maker? Quaker Oats. No, it's them. Quaker okay. Oats is the one that owns Captain Crunch. But lovely people at, 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 the, at the Quaker Oats organization. Yeah. But yeah. if their mission was to not rip the roof of your mouth open as if you had just eaten a bowl of sandpaper, broken glass, and thumbtacks, if that was not their mission... Uh, or rather if it was their mission, they are wildly successful in that yeah. because yeah. as much as I love a good bowl at Captain Crunch, like everybody else, mm-hmm. the pain and suffering that you have to endure afterwards <laughs> dentally yep. just doesn't feel right to me. I just don't, yeah. I don't know. And then they've got all these things. It's like, oops, all berries. You've got peanut butter, this, all of this, like all the varieties of Captain Crunch. Like are yeah. people asking for more? Like, are they saying yes? We want more yes. ways to rip the roof of our mouth open. So. Yes, and I okay. and I can confirm. Okay, because we we are Costco members, okay. uh, Mister Silicon Valley. Is there a Kirkland uh, brand roof ripper upper mouth no. thing? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we call them pain bites. Actually, oh, okay. it's just a, I started it's a, to say it's, it's actually a, a test your own blood kit. Oh, okay, and you just eat. Yeah, okay. taste your own blood yeah. kit. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking that if they call them roofies, but never mind. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to have a big bowl of roofies for breakfast. It doesn't seem yeah, but like the Kirkland brand roofies are approximately thirty percent less than, yeah. and they're made of yeah. all the same ingredients. Yeah, exactly. Why would you? Why would you buy roofies anywhere else? Just buy them at Costco. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine the type of people that? They're like sampling roofies. Yes, <laughs> Kirkland brand roofies in yes. Costco. You walk yeah. around. Roofies, who wants them? <laughs> Thinking about to your Captain Crunch, it's it's always that to, there's that duality of you pour yourself you pour yourself the bowl, you know the torture you're about to put yourself through. Yeah. So when you finish, you're like, oh, like, am I good enough to go for a second bowl? <laughs> like, and you can know you like know medically, that are you able medically? To yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you able to t- because you know the benefit of? Oh man, right. I could go for bowl number two, but it becomes this kind of endurance test of like, can my mouth hold up to it? And then you're Eight. like choosing your cheeks strategically to be like, mm. oh, I'm gonna bite over here, bite over there, that sort of thing. PB Crunch from Cap and Crunch, um, is is bad. Like it's 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 really really good to to have that. Or I said it was bad. Uh, Cap and Crunch to PB Bun PB Crunch is bad, but in that. Like at Costco, you can buy all three bags. Oh, okay. It comes in a pack. So mm-hmm. you get Cap'n Crunch, the OG, uh, Crunch Berries, and PB Crunch. Okay. So it's not Oops All Berries. Okay. Um, but between the three, the least painful is definitely the, the peanut butter crunch. Like okay. that's because it's coated in the, the peanut butter. And so your exactly. mouth is, ba- it's almost like yeah. a cauterizer, if you will. Mm. So your mouth is like peanut butter cauterized and like, this isn't too bad. And then you, but then by the time you go for that second bowl, you can't because your mouth is like, and it's almost like you poured like a wax candle down your throat or something like that. It's just too much peanut butter. Yeah. I wouldn't pour any wax candles down anyone's 
mouth or throat or anything like that. So on the polar opposite of that, Jeff, you're talking about a painful cereal. What's the most pleasant cereal that I think either makes you like, oh, your first bite, like, and now it sounds like we're really talking about drugs, but like. <laughs> I think Apple Jacks for me, if I had to pick one cereal to live mm. for the rest of my life, it's Apple Jacks. You get the yeah. shape and the fun of a Cheerio. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that Apple Jacksy flavor. Plus the milk is great to drink afterwards. And there's milk. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. Uh, does it have cinnamon milk? I don't. I don't know that. It it's has. an apples. So it's an apple cinnamon cereal. There's oh, a it? cinnamon. Yeah. Oh. There's kind of a cinnamon after. But it's it's probably one of the origins of, you know, boutique cereal milk, which was a thing. Mm. Maybe maybe it's still a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Is that um, what you used to drink when you were in Silicon Valley? Is boutique it was cereal milk. Pretty much when well yeah when it was a big thing okay in like 2005 or whatever. But yeah, for me for me I'd have to say just. You know, keep it uh, keep it simple with Apple Jacks. Keep it simple. Yeah. What about you, Jason? Cereal I could have for the rest of my life. Yeah, your your most like pleasant from painful to pleasant. What would be the one that's like oh, like I like the flavor. It's just a ten or an A plus all around. By the way, James, you should keep you should keep painful to pleasant just as a possible biography title for yourself in the future. <laughs> from painful to pleasant, the James Bittencourt story. Just put that out there. <laughs> keep it on the short list. Reese's peanut butter puffs. Mm. Sure. Oh yeah. They're, but the, that, they're the top. Okay. But that's also a, that's also a, it's got the same peanut butter vibe as a, as a peanut butter crunch, but that's also got the chocolate kind of, and it, I would say you, you eat it knowing it's not a Reese's peanut butter cup, but you're like, this is technically better because I'm eating instead of eating a peanut butter cup for breakfast, I'm eating a cereal that emulates what a peanut butter cup would taste like. Wasn't their whole thing. You put your peanut butter in my chocolate or you put your chocolate in my peanut butter. Reese's. Yeah. Wasn't that their whole deal? Yeah. Nice. All right, James, you're up. I mean, it's Fruity Pebbles for me. I could kill a whole box of Fruity Pebbles. I don't eat cereal anymore. I mean, technically I eat, this is so lame. I eat like plain oatmeal and it's like, by the way, quick cook oatmeal. It's not instant, but it should basically be instant because it only takes a minute to cook. So it's literally you pour the hot water in, but they should say it's instant because, but it's not, but. Anyway, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Jason, did you did you follow that at all? I, I, I'm not quite sure. So you said it should be instant, but it's not, but it is. I, I what's so the clearly canister- you have an insulin problem and you might need to <laughs> yeah. might need to check your blood sugar there, yeah. brother. So the canister of oatmeal, yes, there's a quick oats. And right. I read quick oats as oh, like it's going to, it says, sometimes it's one minute oats and it's like, well, one minute is not that long, but it's not labeled as instant. But even instant oats requires some kind of cooking, correct? That's, that's where I got confused or that's okay. where I was confused because I poured the water in and after one minute it was, it tasted like regular oatmeal, but why wouldn't they just say instant? But, because they have to say one minute. But don't you have to heat up instant oats anyway? I heat up the water, but I don't heat up the, like, I don't. So what they say is cook it in a, I don't have a uh, microwave. So this is the other kind of side. So I just have a hot water kettle. Okay. So I'm following the directions. It's either. Of the quick oats, minute oats, not the instant. Put it. Yeah. Put it. The directions would say, put it in a separate thing and boil the water and then 
keep the oatmeal in there and cook it for a minute. And then your oatmeal is ready. What I started doing, because it's stupid, because you're wasting, you know, you don't want to, that's, that's two dishes you have to, I sound like mom right now. <laughs> that's two dishes you have to clean. Okay. But instead it's, what I just do is put it in the bowl. I put the, the dry oats in the bowl and then just boil the water and then let it cook for one. So I'm cooking it like instant oatmeal is my point. So, but why wouldn't they just say, I'm just going to call it instant oatmeal. If it says quick oats, my definition is it's an, it's an instant it, oatmeal. I mean, it sounds like even just that instant piece, not to get yeah. too off the, off the radar, but instant is really kind of a misnomer, right? I mean, it's not like, Hey, I put my oatmeal <laughs> and then uh, snap my finger and okay, Pretty now much. it's ready. Right. Like, cause you have yeah. to, you have to heat up the water beforehand. Right. That's true. Okay. So yeah, I think you're right. I think, I, I mean, I, again, I don't want to get massive. It sounds like the Quaker Oats company is coming after us anyway, but it sounds like to me, the concept of instant oats are bullshit anyway, that they're not instant. Why has nobody taken up this cause before? Yeah. I, I mean, I suppose there's, you know, world peace, hunger, there's all these other things going on that are wildly more important than instant oats, but I don't know. I kind of think maybe we should pick a cause. Instant-ish oats is what it should be called. Instant-ish. Yes. Oh, I somewhat you, instant. I thought oats. you said. I thought you said instant itch oats because if, <laughs> if you're instant itch oats, that's probably not what you want. So, although surprisingly, Some people that have yeah, is yeah, it oatmeal good for your skin? Is an oatmeal yeah. good if you have itchy? Okay. Instant shit oats. <laughs> if you've got. You know, I have an aversion to uh, spelt wheat, and uh, <laughs> wow, well, I didn't realize until I was on the camping trail two miles in. The smelt wheat farmers of America are smelt currently wheat. firing up their typewriters <laughs> to send us a, a strongly worded letter. We will, right? Yeah, get you, you. Not appreciate. <laughs> So, all right. I would, but I would Maybe. say, I think from a cereal perspective, I would say Fruity Pebbles would probably be it. And I think even to like, Jason says no. Why? I have an aversion to Fruity Pebbles for. Why? Is it a cigarette story as well? <laughs> Not a cigarette story. It is a breakfast story when we didn't eat our cereal in the morning. I was always the youngest kid to come with uh, the old, the, to come with the old parent, to come with a parent to dump the bowl of cereal that wasn't eaten into the toilet and flush it down. Oh. And I remember what? one day what do you we mean forgot flush? to do this with Fruity Pebbles. Wait, who's flushing cereal down a toilet? Mom said, what? you take that bowl of cereal that wasn't eaten. Because we didn't have a garbage. Yeah, because we didn't have we a garbage, garbage disposal. And like, uh, we're not going to put wet cereal in the, in the garbage can or throw it outside or anything and feed it to bandit. Okay. So, so Jason, when you get done, we need to tell everyone who bandit is so they don't think that we had a fourth brother <laughs> that, that we kept, we kept chained up in the yard. Don't give that, bandit the wet cereal. Okay. That afternoon I walk in and I look at the bowl and it was like a, a rainbow colored scab. Okay. You know, just because it expanded. Oh, it soaked up all the milk. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was just like a top surface thing, right? So then I add a little bit of milk and I throw it in the and the whole thing comes out as like one piece. <laughs> and it right into the toilet. And I looked at it, I was like, uh, we eat this? It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. yes. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So, uh, James, do you want to explain who who Bandit uh, was? Yeah, Bandit was our um, family dog, and okay. actually, it was a good kind of pivotal 10 years uh yeah. of kind of it, of all of our lives maybe a little bit longer than 10 years i think certainly jason but yeah. um 89 to at least 99 maybe yeah. 2000 but i think at that point a mix of a lab dalmatian mm-hmm. and bolt was it a terrier or stuff some it was a it was a mix it was a mix yeah some sort um, of mutt yeah 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 because he had he had all the markings of a, so he was a black lab for sure. The mom was a, a registered black lab mm-hmm. that much. We know, cause we got the, we got bandit from one of dad's coworkers. And I remember when we went to pick him out, um, mm-hmm. you know, they had some puppies and I remember we saw bandit. So the reason we called him bandit was because even though he had, you know, a, a black lab mom, he also had the markings of closer to like a, I don't know, like a Doberman or one of the dogs where, you know, they'll have a, like a lower jowl that's gold. He had gold paws. He had mm-hmm. gold spots above his eyes. So it looked like he, he was wearing a, like, no, like, no, 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 not a top hat. No, it looked like he was wearing like a mask. So like a bandit, yeah. like a robber. But randomly enough, what bandit had was plain as can be in the middle of his chest was a striking patch of Dalmatian fur. Mm-hmm. So it was white with black spots, totally random. None of the other puppies had that. The puppies were either all black. Some maybe had, um, I think white paws or something, but yeah, bandit was mm-hmm. bandit was unique. And I know Jason, obviously you have a different relationship because James and I had already moved away and uh, yeah, you know, but, but bandit was an awesome dog. The only issue I think that we ran into with Bandit was because he had so much energy, he stayed mm-hmm. outside all the time. He never came inside unless it got really, really cold. Mom and dad, yeah. you know, bring him into the house and 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 things like that. But otherwise, he lived outside and he was fine with that. He had lots of fun. But yeah. um, but I do remember that he chewed through every dog dish that we ever bought for him. And so <laughs> what we finally had to do because he kept chewing through all the dishes is yeah. we would pour his food um, on like one of those little concrete pads where it's a paver you know, stone, where, yeah. or a pad. Yeah. Well, well the pad, like where um, almost to where a, uh, like a, a rain gutter would kind of wash yeah. out on. So right on the, the inside of the fence, we would pour his food there. And, you know, we yeah. had one of those deals on the, uh, on the faucet in the back where he could, you know, lick the faucet and the water would come out or whatever. And so, you know, bandit was awesome, but he was an outside dog. So we never grew up at least when I was there with an inside dog, but Jason, you have an inside dog, right? We do. Yeah. She lives a hundred percent. Well, 90 ish percent of her day indoors is a fantastic indoor dog. Um, and, and, and it's all about like sort of, conditions that you have outside of it and so sure. the reality is a bandit should have been an indoor dog yeah it's just too dang hot for for anything so yeah. let's we'll talk bandit i, I want to share more about him as a dog anyway yeah he's a good dog yeah.